0: Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Tzadi Gimel, 93B, pagination is 186, starting from the top of the page, HaGozel Eitzim, a new perek, about a person who stole an item, and since then, the item has been changed, how does he go about doing tshuva and paying back that which he stole. Now, one of the very fundamental principles which is worth reviewing is that much of our literature is indeed regarding what happens when something goes wrong. What happens when a person forgets Yavo on Rosh Chodesh? What happens if a person makes a mistake in Hilcha Shabbos? And likewise, as foreign as it is that a person should steal, but there is an entire literature of what has to happen if a person did steal. I remember one time I was teaching children during a summer program, and we were assigned to learn the chapter in Meseches Sukkah of Lulav hagazul. If a lulav was stolen and some of the children couldn't get beyond the possibility, how could someone go steal someone else's lulav? It's an item of a mitzvah. How could it be that someone would steal? And that's a basic and fundamental principle that we are willing to entertain the possibility that someone did something wrong and is now ready to make amends. How do we handle it? In fact, as we've mentioned on other occasions, the Gemara tells us that Shuva was created before this world was created because if Hashem is going to create a world of free choice, it stands to reason that sometimes people empowered with free choice might choose wrongly and might fail in a particular instance. And therefore, Tshuva had to precede the world of free choice to enable a person to fix that which he did wrong. Now, in terms of Gezela, the topic of our parak, the fundamental verse is, Ve asher gazal. A person needs to return that which he stole. And from there we learn that if the item is intact, the person has to return that item. If, however, the item has changed, then he can't fulfill Asher Gaza, which he stole, either way. And therefore, the playing field changes in that he might not necessarily return the item that he stole because it's no longer available. It's been changed. And he's going to pay back its value, which prompts the question, which value? Is it the value at the time that he stole it? or the value of it at this time. And the ramifications could very well be significant. In basic presentation, you're going to return the item itself. We have, in fact, encountered the rule of takonas morish, the rule of the brick, in which Chazal said that even though biblically if a brick is stolen and built into a building, you should have to return that brick. Chazal made a takana, a rabbinic legislation, to absolve the thief of that obligation because they were worried Takana sashavim that people would not be able to do tshuva if they have to remove every stolen brick from the house. So if a person had a pattern of being a goslin, his life is riddled with such things. And instead, they simply required that he return its value. But again, the basic principle would be if the item is intact and available and could be reached, it's supposed to be returned intact unless there was a specific takana to absolve him of that. Coupled with that question, is the price that has to be paid. If we indeed have a Shinoi here, something changed, so it's no longer the same item, then we may have a situation of Yiyush v'shinoi rishos, where the original owner gave up, and there's a Shinoi of some sort. And those two things coupled will grant the item into the ownership of the thief, and he only has to repay value, but not the item itself. Our parak will explore all kinds of shinuyim, things that might have changed and might mean that you can't fulfill ashar gozal as it was stolen, which means the item remains by the thief, and its value at the time of the theft, at the time when he acquired it, at the time that it changed its name and status, that price is the price that he would have to pay. The Mishnah states, "Hagozal a person steals wood and fashions it into a vessel, tzemer va'asa'an bigodim wool was stolen, and he made it into a garment. Mishalem Kishas HaGzela He pays like the time when it was stolen because the current item and its value does not belong to the original owner. It has undergone a change, and at that time it no longer belonged to the owner, just pay him at the time that he last owned it, at the time of the theft if a person steals a cow that was pregnant, and now it gave birth, a sheep that was full of wool, and he sheared it, he pays back the value of an item at the time that it was stolen, meaning a pregnant animal, or an animal full of wool, ready to be shorn. That's the price that he would pay back, even though the animal itself now has no relevance to that because something fundamental has changed. Gazal para abra etzlo. Let's take the reverse case. He stole a cow and it became pregnant. Violda, And it gave birth. Rachel venitana etzlo v'gozaza. A sheep... It grew its wool and then was shorn. Mishalim kishas hagzeila, he pays like the time of the theft. klal, this is the general rule. Kol hagazlanim mishalman kishas hagzeila. All thieves pay based on the time of the theft, assuming that there's a shinui, something that changes its status and causes it to be in his rishus, or lacking the quality of asher gazal, he can no longer pay it back as it was, then the payment is going to be based on the time of the theft. Yesheh thank you for joining.